Welcome to Madison City Channel's Neuer Candidates Interviews, co-sponsored by the Legal Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Kathy Johnson, and I would like to introduce Greg Dixon, running for Alder from District 16. As we begin, please tell our viewers a bit more about how your educational, vocational, and civic experience has prepared you for the position and why you decided to run for Alder. Well, I first want to thank um, the panel for, for having me. It's, uh, it's great that you're, you're, you're putting this all together. I appreciate the opportunity. So um, my name is, is Greg Dixon, um, and uh, I live with my wife, um, Emily Steinway, in the Glendale neighborhood, uh, about two blocks from Virginia Henderson uh, Elementary School. Um, right up from Edna Taylor Conservation Park. Uh, we, we, we moved to this area because my wife is a, is a, is a naturalist and she, and she worked at the, at the Aldo Leopold uh, Nature Center and this gave her a chance to be able to walk to, to work. Uh, so, you know, I, I got into this race because um, uh, it seems like we're at a, at a crossroads right now. We're at a, at a time when when there are three uh, major crises, uh, maybe four, depending on how you, how you wanna count them. So we have the pandemic, uh, we have racial strife, and we have political divide. Uh, just unprecedented crises all coming together at the same time. Um, I'm, uh, I'm concerned because I'm not sure that the, city, that the direction of, of, uh, of, uh, of uh, the Madison uh, City Council, the, the Common Council, has really pivoted to to uh, to, to address these these major um, these major crises. Uh, my background: I have a very uh, a varied background from electronics to computers. Um, I have a degree in psychology. Um, I'm currently a, um, a press photographer. I'm a photographer for universities, and and I shoot uh, mainly high school and college sports. Um, I have a varied background and, um, and I think that I can bring some new ideas to the table and that's why, uh, that's why I decided to run. Thanks. Okay, our first question. What issue or issues have you identified as being of primary concern to the residents of your district and how would you approach tackling them? Thanks. Uh, so uh, I, I have an acronym uh, called C, which, uh, which def defines my, the theme of my campaign. Uh, so S is, uh, is safe neighborhoods. Uh, e is equality of opportunity. And the final E is the environment. Um, uh, Emily and I uh, are uh, members of the Glendale Neighborhood Association. Before we lived here, we lived on kind of the northeast side and Eakin Park. And in, in both neighborhoods, uh, safe neighborhoods comes up at every neighborhood meeting. People are concerned about that. Um, there, uh, there have been a couple of, of shooting incidents in our neighborhood, a uh, rash of, of car thefts, car break-ins. Uh, people talk about uh, neighborhood safety all the time. Um, I advocate um, maintaining funding for the police department, which uh, which defines my candidacy. Some I have a couple of candidates who who uh, who uh, a couple of opponents who who think we should decrease funding for the police department, which I don't think makes any sense. That said, 
the police cannot make our neighborhoods safe. Um, for that, we really need equality of opportunity. Uh, research shows that when opportunity goes up, crime goes down. Um, I have a number of ideas for how to, how to raise opportunity in our neighborhoods. Uh, some of them are based on work of Raj Chetty and, uh, and are seen in the tool, the Opportunity Atlas, that you can find on my Facebook page or my website, uh, Greg for Madison. Finally, uh, the, the environment. Uh, there are some new opportunities with the Biden administration. The Biden administration wants to bring money and focus to green technology. We can take advantage of that in Madison. And so again, C is the acronym. Thanks. There will be an advisory referendum on the ballot in April about a number of modifications to the Common Council, including changing the number of members, making it full-time, and changing the term of office. Which of the ideas being advanced do you embrace? Why or why not? Thanks. Um, yeah, I, I attended the... Uh, the Common Council meeting where, where, the, where the three referenda were passed. And uh, the question for the council was whether they were going to uh, uh, put a, ref a binding referendum on, on, the, on this ballot uh, for all four ideas, um, uh, increasing um, the salaries of the alders from 13000 to potentially $71,000, uh, going full-time, um, and, uh, and, and the two other ideas. And, and my, my biggest problem with this, uh, with this proposal is that um, there, there are lots of people out of work right now from the pandemic. Again, we face these three uh, major crises. And is this really the time that the alders should be proposing a, just a massive pay increase for themselves? For again, from $13,000 to $71,000. Um, I, I just see this as the alders, the city council being out of touch uh, with our current crises. Now is not the time to be talking about this um, and, and to, just to talk for a second about, about the merits of it. Uh, so if we cut the number of alders in half, uh, the, the alders become professional politicians. It will really put it out of reach of the average working person. Um, alders have traditionally had day jobs. Um, they're not professional politicians. Uh, they're people uh, just like everyone else. Um, I, at, the, at the same city council meeting, one alder said that, that his last election cost him $10,000. If, if, uh, if it's a full-time $71,000 um, uh, a year uh, position, it's just gonna be vastly higher and just impossible for your average working person to become an alder. So I, I oppose the proposal uh, as as a as a as a set. Thanks. Homelessness, evictions, and a lack of affordable housing are vexing problems for Madison that seem to have been exasperated in a time of COVID nineteen. What ideas would you advance or support to help solve these problems? Uh, it's, it's just, it's just a huge problem. Um, uh, uh, you know, I mentioned in one of my, uh, that, that a lot of people out of, are out of work. 
Uh, it tends to be uh, low, uh, lower income people who are out of work. A lot of them are renters. Uh, they haven't been able to afford their rent. Uh, there's been a moratorium on, uh, on evictions, but, uh, but, they, but, the, but the, the rent that they owe is accumulating. And so what's going to happen when the moratorium ends? They're going to owe all of this money. Uh, uh, so uh, there's, there's uh, an interesting neighborhood in, in District 16. It's, uh, it's, it's called the Twin Oaks neighborhood. Uh, the Twin Oaks neighborhood is, uh, was a collaboration between uh, Habitat for Humanity and the city of Madison. Um, I would really like to, to develop ideas like that where uh, lower income people can own their own homes. So own their own homes, uh, own their own condominiums. Uh, it's a very different uh, idea than, than what we've pursued in the past where people get uh, you know, uh, Section 8 uh, uh, vouchers toward, toward their rent. Um, we really need to, to, to build a way that lower income people can own their own houses. They can create equity. Uh, they can build wealth uh, rather than uh, what we're doing right now, where it seems like lower income people uh, are, uh, are, are getting further and further away from those with income. So uh, I, I suggest that we work with uh, the Biden administration again um, on uh, ideas like this, where, uh, where lower income people can own their own homes. I think we should team with Habitat for Humanity and use the Twin Oaks uh, neighborhood as an example. Thanks. With the selection of a new police chief and the creation of a community oversight board, there's a lot of attention focused on policing and criminal justice both from the perspective of racial equity in law enforcement and the concern of many citizens that, in fact, crime, especially car thefts and home burglaries, is increasing and that police response is inadequate. How would you deal with those concerns? Uh, so District 16 is interesting. We're, um, we're the southeastmost um, part of Madison, uh, geographically, it's one of the largest districts, and um, we're in the process of, of annexing even more area. Part of the town of Burke, uh, part of Blooming Grove um, are due to become uh, part of District 16. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but there's a section of District, district 16 south of the Beltline um, that most people think is in McFarland, but that's Madison now, and that part of Madison is, is, due, is due, to, due to get larger. So uh, I mentioned this earlier that um, I do not advocate uh, cuts in the police department. Again, uh, ge geographically, our district is getting larger. Um, over time, it, just to, to maintain the police coverage, we would have to increase uh, the, the, uh, the, the amount of funding. Um, so uh, I, 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 I'm just completely against the idea of cutting funding to the police department. Um, but that being said, I mentioned earlier that uh, one of the themes of my campaign is equality of opportunity. So uh, when, uh, when opportunity goes up, crime tends to go down. And, and there's a real lack of, op uh, of opportunity uh, in, in a number of, uh, in, in, with, among lower income people in, in Madison. Uh, there's, uh, I mentioned before the opportunity atlas 
uh, which you can see on my uh, on my Facebook page and my website at Greg for Madison. Uh, the the neighborhoods um, uh, near McFarland tend to have higher opportunity. So a kid growing up there who's low income uh, can expect to make thirty uh, some thousand dollars when they're an adult. Uh, other neighborhoods in the district they can expect to make twenty five thousand dollars as an adult. Uh, what are the differences between those neighborhoods, and can we bring uh, aspects of the Twin Oaks neighborhood and uh, uh, Liberty Place to the to the uh, to the neighborhoods north of uh, of the Beltline? Neighborhoods like Glendale, neighborhoods like East Buckeye, and neighborhoods uh, like Albion that currently have lower opportunity than those uh, than those neighborhoods that are near. McFarland. Thanks. Madison businesses. Oops, I guess we're getting low on time. Uh, what would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? So, you know, I want to get back to uh, my, my central themes, uh, the uh, safe neighborhoods, um, again, I think we should maintain uh, police funding, but the police, again, cannot uh, cannot solve the problems of, of safe neighborhoods. For that, we really need equality of opportunity. Uh, the, uh, so the, the, the people who put together the Opportunities Atlas um, have, have, uh, have worked with, uh, with Joe Biden and the, and the Biden team. Um, and uh, so uh, Opportunity Insights is, is the name of the organization. And again, you can, you can find links to, the, uh, to, to that um, on, my, uh, on my website at gregformadison.com. Uh, the, the keys to equality of opportunity are good schools, uh, social capital. So like people that you have the opportunity to meet um, in, your, in your neighborhood. Uh, uh, in the income divide is is the enemy of, of equality of opportunity. So high, uh, really high incomes, really low incomes, uh, really not tear people apart and, uh, and lead to lack of opportunity. Uh, segregation uh, leads to lack of opportunity and strong families uh, lead to, to, to better opportunity. So, so I mentioned the neighborhoods around McFarland have much better opportunity. So, so which of those five um, do those neighborhoods have? We should explore that. Those neighborhoods are, are right next to the neighborhoods like Glendale. Uh, you know, the, can't we bring aspects of the of the neighborhoods with better opportunity to the to the ones with less opportunity? We can. Uh, we have the opportunity to do that, and and that's what I suggest that we do. Again, you can visit my uh, my website at gregformadison.com. Thank you. I want to thank Greg for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. As with every election, please vote. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dade County, I thank you for joining us.